I've come to the realization that I'm in the movement business. And my goal is to find ways that inspire people to want to move. And where they take that movement is entirely up to them. But if we can all just inspire people to move, we've really done a great thing for the world. This is Amy, the Senior Group Fitness Instructor at the Indoor Cycle Instructor Podcast. Are you looking for a spark of inspiration to bring to your next class? Find us at IndoorCycleInstructor.com. All right. Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Indoor Cycle Instructor Podcast. I have a special guest for this episode. And he is the Senior Director of Group Fitness, Yoga, and Cycle with Lifetime Fitness, Welcome, Rob Glick. How are you? John, I'm doing really well. Hi, everybody. It's, a, it's an absolute pleasure to be here and be with you guys today. Okay, so now describe where you are right now, because I know you're sitting in your car, but where? <laughs> I am in Southern California right now. I actually just dropped my daughter off at um, high school. She goes to Laguna Beach High School, and I'm going to be heading over to the club after uh, we get a chance to chat. Awesome. All right. Well, I appreciate you in your very busy schedule making time for me what prompted all this is the new cycling format that lifetime has come up with taking what we describe as rhythm and motion classes mainstream and what you're calling amp cycle can you describe what that is and give us a little background on it amp is really from lifetime's point of view it's about a, a party with a purpose it's about looking at the indoor cycle space and seeing that there's a huge percentage of the population that actually sees that as a way to come in and get great cardiovascular exercise and activity. And it's not complicated, right? You know, for people who feel rhythmically or movement challenged, they're, they're uncomfortable in dance-based formats or other style of formats that uh, they just don't feel confident in to be able to come in and jump on a stationary bike be with a, a group of people, kind of find their tribe, find their lane, and uh, get a great cardio workout on a stationary bike. AMP is is their, should be their cup of tea. And having been a lifetime instructor for a long time, although I'm, I'm a little sad that I moved and I don't have access to a lifetime club because I would have loved to try one of these new classes, from my perspective is, and knowing lifetime and how they try to, to cater to what they always described as kind of clubs within clubs, different interest groups. So you've actually have three different distinct formats of classes on offer. So why don't you explain the other two? That is how we look at it, right? We see ourselves as companies inside, if you will, club within a club, boutiques that are offered in a single um, destination location. And being a healthy way of life company, really trying to help people achieve their goals, we wanted to make sure that we had a lane for everybody and not take such a hardcore point of view that says, hey, this is the way you have to do it, but rather say, we'll have three different options, three different lanes, and then the instructors, starting there, the team members can choose which speaks to their soul the most, which speaks to their heart, and the members can find the one that, that they would love to do and be most consistent with so that they can get results. So we just talked about AMP, and I would call AMP on the far left, that party on a bike. You know, it's just club music. Um, in some locations, we'll have um, 
nightclub style lighting and really give people that experience that would would be almost like Zumba in the group fitness studio, but we transfer that over onto a bike. And then we have on the far right, power. And power is 100% about improving your performance. As a matter of fact, this last week was all about finding your FTP. And, and you know, for some people, it could be a hell week, right? You had to jump on the bike for um, 20 minutes um, or after you got warmed up, do a 20-minute stint of really trying to hold the highest functional threshold power that you could. And then we're building the program off of the numbers. It's it's Troy Jacobson's Spinnervals um, is the basis for that program. And basically, once that athlete knows their FTP, we're going to do all of the training off of that. Endurance days, there might be a certain target around where they should be in relationship to their FTP. Other days the actual drills will be a certain level over and under their FTP and what percentages. And then, you know, in the lifetime way, we, we triple link that with their AMA, their active metabolic assessment, having a deeper understanding of where their heart rate zones are with their training. So FTPs, knowing their zones, trying to link all of that together with a full annual periodization around their events, whether they're a triathlete, um, cyclocross, mountain bike, road cyclist, then they can have that periodization program help them peak in their power and their performance at just the right times. And then the, the middle, so, you know, the centers is is edge. And edge is really, you know, there's, there's, there's moments of, of that party, um, but there are absolutely objective-based drills that are in the moment, right? It's, it's really about, okay, we've warmed up, Let's find out where our edge is, which is just for us in that program. It's around finding your edge is what is your AT that day on that bike and notice where your power is when you hit your edge. So I'm just making up a number, but let's say hypothetically somebody um, were to, you know, test it, come up and find out, hey, gosh, you know, I'm feeling like I'm starting to move, you know, um, right up against my edge or my AT, and I notice my watts are at 150. And we want them to notice that. We'll, we'll kind of um, play with how that should feel a few times after they've warmed up. And then we built objective-based drills around that. You know, maybe this, you know, for the next um, 12 minutes, we're going to do three three-minute hill repeats with a minute break in between. And each time, we want you to see that your power goes up, your distance is greater, and your RPMs are between 60 and 70. And then, boom, you execute that. And then after, you have a, you know take a couple of minutes, just like have a little fun, roll it out, and then move on to the next objective-based drill and um, have a, a real clear understanding as the participant what you're doing. But it should still be fun. It's still definitely created with great music, great energy, and uh, you know, uh, a great focus and goal. Awesome. Uh, you know, it's interesting. So you've got this continuum in the, you know, the far left, center, far right. To me, what that really speaks to, and I know uh, Jay Blonick is a friend of yours. I saw some pictures on Facebook that you were at his wedding here recently. And, you know, he really spoke about the whole observation that will kind of lead people to uh, a transition on their own. 
And so I can visualize someone in a amp class, you know, they're on the same bike as the power performance classes are, you know, what is this monitor? What is this showing me? And there's going to be, you know, some segment of those that are going to start to want to understand more of what they're seeing. And it's a great opportunity to, you know, to move from, you know, entertainment-based exercises, I used to describe it, to results-driven training. Yeah, you know, I, I love that description because that's exactly what I think in my mind. It's like, what's the exertainment side? Right, right? yeah, great term. And, yeah, and what's the actual, um, you know, just effective side and, and, and all of them at lifetime because, again, we're a healthy way of life company. And, you know, to steal something from Emily Booth, she always says, you know, like on the, on the far left, we want that smoothie to taste delicious, but there's some spinach hidden in it. On the far right, you're like, hey, I just need to eat, drink, and nourish my body in a way that's going to improve my performance. I actually don't care if it tastes good, right? So, you know, it's, it's kind of like it's kind of like that in exercise, right? You know, and so, um, but you're exactly right. You know, our hope is it's the gateway drug. You start with AMP, and you're like, oh, this is a lot of fun, and actually, this reminds me that I really love to, to ride a bike, and Maybe I'll get my road bike out or maybe I'll go out and join a, a club. Maybe. And that's wonderful. You know, um, again, as lifetime is, is very deeply connected to events and outdoor events and cycle clubs and getting people to think of, of lifetime as a destination. And from that destination, you can go a million different directions. And if, if the direction is outdoor riding or getting involved in a triathlon or a biathlon or any or any one of the wonderful outdoor events. We want to be your partner to help you feel fit and ready to do that. So to your earlier point, if somebody starts with AMP and that gets them um, interested to move in a different direction, great. However, I must say this, if they don't, and all it's accomplished is getting them to be committed to a consistent exercise regimen or regime, I'm really happy that we've been able to do that for them as oh, well. Exactly. Right. And that's, you know, there's, and, you know, we're going to talk a little bit about some of the concerns people have over these, the AMP style class, but I've always looked at it that same way, you know, taking a number of classes at SoulCycle, people who I would never, ever, ever expect to see in one of my classes, but they're in there exercising. And to me, that's just awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's the heart and soul of, of all of this. You know, I've, I've, I've having been in the industry for 30 plus years, I think, you know, at, at first I thought that I was maybe in, you know, I had my degree in exercise science and sports medicine with a minor nutrition and really like, like focusing more on exercise, right? My degree is in exercise science. And I've really just, um, hopefully it's an evolution, but come to the realization that I'm in the movement business and my goal is to find ways that inspire people to want to move. And where they take that movement is entirely up to them. But if we can all just inspire people to move, we've really done a great thing for the world. How would you address someone who comes to you, well, but Rob, this doesn't do this, and it's not power-based, and blah, blah, blah. You know, and, and you know, it's like the perfection is the only thing that we could ever provide as far as a class format. How do you respond to that? Yeah, you know, it's it's a wonderful question, and, and I'm glad that people are passionate about their perspective, right? There's That's really important, because that's why we wanted to have the three different lanes. And I never want somebody who does teach a performance-based, um, power, watt-connected 
motivation through measurement or using measurement to demonstrate improved results over time to think that we would ever ask them to teach in an AMP style class. But what's important is to not be zealots to the point where we lose the big picture. Each person should come to it from their authentic self and say, hey, I believe this, but I've again learned over the years some of the things that we thought were true just haven't panned out. What I mean by that is, is for years, you know, being a Schwinn Master Trainer, I used to teach a workshop called Truth and Consequences. And I would say to people, hey, you know, some of the movements that you'll see in AMP, I would say, you know, think about it. Like, is it, what, what are you trying to do? And it, are the consequences worth what you're doing? And some of the, the uh, thought I had was that people would get injured. And if I were thinking they were on an outdoor bike, that's probably true. You wouldn't do some of these movements Mm-mm, on no. an outdoor bike. <laughs> and even on an indoor stationary bike, they may not be the best place to do the movements. But this is where I've wrapped my mind around. Again, I don't think of like elbow flexion and extension as a push-up on a bike. I think of it as a movement, right? And so if somebody were to say to me, well, gosh, you know, it's so much better to do a push-up on the floor than it is on a bike, I would say, yes. You know, <laughs> right. Yes. you're right. You're right. <laughs> yes, you're right. It is. But you know what? If somebody's bending and straightening their arms while they're riding a stationary bike, okay. You know, and as long as, as we understand the expectations, as long as we don't, like, um, say, hey, and this is going to make your, you know, strength, you get strength gains, you know, I mean, if we just say, hey, this is a fun movement to keep you entertained and engaged so that you're getting good cardiovascular workout for the next period of time, then then it's wonderful, right? I have had to talk to so many well-minded, passionate teachers that have these fears, like, oh, I'm afraid that somebody's going to get hurt. And the truth is, I just haven't seen it. I've heard it. I've, I've, I've also been concerned but I haven't seen the injuries um, come to fruition like we had said that was potentially going to happen. And in fact, the only injuries that I've heard about from stationary um, cycling, from indoor cycling, if you will, have come from super extreme circumstances like, like some crazy member pushing another member off the bike and or overuse injuries, you know, just repetitive stress injuries where somebody has, and it's usually an instructor, and they're teaching 20 classes a week. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I almost don't care what format it is, you know, 20 classes of the same format, you're going to get um, overuse injuries. And, you know, and that's where I come back to a lot of great, well-minded exercise can injure people, right? We all know on, on this blog, the number of people have been injured from things like participating in CrossFit or even yoga. And I'm an avid yogi and, um, and teach and take a lot of yoga. And I have a, a tab tear in my left meniscus from yoga, not from an indoor cycle class. From my bicep tendon, just lifting weights. Yeah, right? So, so we all know that these things have um, some risk. And everybody on this call, well-intended, wants to minim- minimize and try the best to mitigate the risk. But the fact of the matter is, the biggest risk, I'll say this over and over again, the biggest health risk we have is not what form of exercise 
people are doing. It's are they moving or are they not moving? And are they moving enough? And, and that's it. And so this is a movement. And if AMP is, is the lane that you feel most comfortable in, then I'm so glad that we can offer it in a thoughtful way. Somebody's hearing this and they want to become an AMP instructor for Lifetime Fitness. Uh, where do they come from? You know, what are you providing for training? Uh, you know, what's the, what's the process? Um, what's neat as we've designed and defined these lanes is we've also defined job descriptions, right? So if you go to Lifetime's um, employment website, and, uh, and John, could you provide for everybody a link to that? I certainly will, Rob. Oh, thank you so much. So if you go there, you'll see a job description. And, you know, the AMP is 100% rhythmic, right? So we need people who are comfortable riding to the rhythm and staying on, on beat on an indoor cycle, which is very different, um, I find, than being able to dance or move on the beat. So, you know, it's, it's having that skill set or the desire to have that skill set. And then also just it's really a performance art. I, I really think of it as a theater, you know, and, and your theater is your indoor cycle studio and you're putting on this performance. And the inner, the type of, of performance and entertainment that you're providing is a exercise style entertainment class, you know. And uh, so if that's your thing, then, then you can apply to be an AMP teacher. We do at Lifetime ask that people have a primary cycle certification and a um, group fitness certification so you know we love it if they um, have their Schwinn cycle cert if they don't and they want to teach it they could get in touch with the studio manager at the location closest to them and then um, audition and then we set up steps to help ensure that they get their indoor cycle and their group fitness certifications exactly so your car isn't on fire or anything is it no, <laughs> no. <laughs> I just hear Luckily, the, that's I, not for me. <laughs> I hear the sirens going off. Um, I know in uh, talking with people who are instructors at SoulCycle and other competitive type uh, studios that provide this type of format, you know, they've spoken in how someone who is a good candidate it, it may not be a fitness instructor today that they may be someone that has uh, acting skills, uh, those type of things that are can, are, can be more of an, a performer. Uh, what, okay, so if, so, so if you find somebody that you really like, you know, what can you provide for them as far as training going forward that they're delivering this correctly? Our signature program manager for AMP um, is a gentleman by the name of J.R. Re, um, Rice. I always want to say Reese because it's R-E-I-S, but it's um, J.R. Rice, J.R. And um, we have um, at Lifetime what we call the Learning Well. So it's an online learning education platform. And then we um, do teachbacks and um, a lot of follow-up feedback sessions. So you, you nailed it. The typical candidate for AMP would be somebody who comes much more from dance or theater. Even yoga teachers um, can be excellent. Um, again, if they've had a background of, of dance and performance as well. And then I want to say this, too, that on the power side, we really ask um, people to have had some outdoor event-style um, connection. We love endurance coaches. We love people who are um, actively or have been in their past triathletes or um, cycle athletes that, that do events because that power um, participant is really an event-oriented um, rider who's making sure that their indoor cycle 
application enhances and improves their outdoor cycling um, performance. And then I know having been through the EDGE program, you know, that you'd kind of need a little combination of both. Yes, exactly. And then for all of them, you know, so again, we use Troy's Spinnervals as the back end, and then Troy works um, hand-in-hand with anybody who wants to teach power. Emily Booth is the um, CEO, if you will, the signature program manager of EDGE, and she works with people who want to become EDGE certified. And uh, again, just to summarize, on the Learning Well, we have an online education then we have you working with the signature program manager or somebody else who is um, would be the equivalent of a master trainer brand ambassador. And uh, make sure that you are comfortable, confident, and have the knowledge to teach the formats. All right. Now, before I forget, Rob, I promised Amy that I would uh, say hello for her. And she said, well, make sure you ask Rob about the time he took my class and I caught him shazamming my music. Oh, yeah, <laughs> of course. I'm always, I, I actually make it, a, now that Shazam has auto, I make that like my standard pro- protocol. You know, I literally like, like walk in, if I can, throw, throw my phone um, on one of the water bottle holders and Shazam's in the background because as everybody is on this call, we are all starving for just that right song and inspired by all of our peers to uh, get get the music that speaks to the, the drills and the coaching that we're doing in our classes. I wasn't aware that Shazam has an auto mode. I'm going to have to research that, and I know Amy's going to be excited to learn about that as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, and I love Amy, and I love her class. She's amazing. And, and the other thing that I wanted to say, too, is I share all of my playlists on Spotify but I feel like I apologize to all of you guys. I feel like it's a kind of having somebody a, a loaded gun and not teaching them how to fire it, right? Because my Spotify playlists start out as a ride, but quickly they become a dumping ground. So I'm like, <laughs> right. you, know, you know what I mean? So I've laid out like my, you know, say 11 or 12 songs for that ride and the drills. And then I do the ride and I'm like, oh, I didn't love that song. And like, I throw three more and then I'm like, oh, but maybe I'll be in the mood for this song and I throw one more in. And so, you know, I'm kind of live DJing as, a, as I'm teaching the class and deciding which one I want to go to. And I think, oh my gosh, if anybody goes to my Spotify playlist and think that, that if that's the music from beginning to end, um, uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> no, you know what? And I think people recognize that because I think we all do that. We change them on the fly. We wake up in the morning and think, oh crap, I think I'm going to use this song or blah, blah, blah. And, yeah, and, you, and you don't realize that when you change it on your computer, it's also changing it on someone else's computer who is subscribed to that playlist yeah yeah so anyway guys just so you know often the first few songs are the music that's playing when people walk into the space and then some of the other music that might follow up after what would actually be like the the post-cardio cool down and recovery are songs i want on the back end just in case i decide to change up my drills so uh my challenges as we call them in, in edge which is which is what i teach mostly we're pushing the clock here. Uh, anything else that you would like to add? Yeah, just, you know, please, if anybody has any specific feedback or questions um, about the programs, reach out. You know, I, I mean, I think all of us are so passionate about this category, about indoor cycling. And um, so always, you know, you're, you're welcome to reach out to me. And I want to just finish by saying thank you to everybody who cares enough about what they do to, to be on your blog, John, to really want to be the best of the best and deliver these incredible experiences 
so that people are inspired to be in better physical and therefore mental condition. Awesome. Well, Rob Glick, I certainly appreciate your time. Thank you. And uh, yeah, I'll be interested to hear the feedback on this and, and good luck to you. I'm sure we'll run into each other at some conference or something here in the future. Yeah, I hope so, John. And, and again, I, I uh, you know, anytime that you're at a lifetime, you take any one of the three, let me know how it goes and what you thought. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm going to be in Phoenix over Christmas. And so I'll be uh, up near Scottsdale. So hopefully I'll be able to I can get over, sneak in the hot Scottsdale Club, and hopefully they'll have an amp class that I can take. Yeah, and jump into Marnie's Edge class, too. She's a, she's a superstar teacher as well. Say hi to Amy, everybody on the call. Thank you guys so much for your time and your passion. And I hope to meet and talk to you all soon. All right. Thanks, Rob. Uh-huh. Thank you. Thank you.